Welcome and thanks for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. To learn more about Community Christian Church, visit us online at cccsterling.org. Today's message comes from Pastor Tony Ria. So good to have you here this morning. Good to have everyone joining us uh, here in person, people that are online, people that will be listening to us in days and weeks to come. As Pastor Dave mentioned just a few moments ago, and as we've been announcing for the past several weeks now, today is our Give Back Sunday. And in just a few moments, we're going to receive an offering and hopefully raise all of the money and all the finance that we need for our missions and outreach budget for this entire year. And for those of you who've been around Community Christian Church for any length of time, you know the drill. I'm going to be talking a little bit about money. And even though money is not the most comfortable subject to talk about, from a biblical standpoint, it's extremely important. So much so that one-third of all the parables that Jesus taught addresses the issue of money. How many know Jesus loved to tell stories? He was the best storyteller of us all. And that's what a parable is. It's a short story. And depending on how you interpret the scripture, there might be 40 to 45 parables in the Gospels. And over and over again, at least 12 to 15 times, Jesus talked about money. In fact, when you read the teaching carefully, you'll discover that Jesus talked more about money than any other subject. He talked more about money than hell, more about money than heaven, more about money than getting saved, even more about money than sin. He talked about money. Any idea why he did that? Nobody? (laughs) Because money consumes our thoughts. We think about money all the time. It did back in Jesus' day, and it does today. In fact, according to hot-off-the-press statistics, these days, we think more about money than we do sex. And for the guys, that's about every seven seconds. Uh, So that's a lot. And when surveyed, 55% of the people who were asked this question, so more than half, they said they think about, stress over, they worry about and fixate on money more than any other thing in their lives. This is part of the reason why Jesus talks so much about this subject. And because the issue of money is so prevalent in our lives, and because, listen now, nothing competes for first place in our hearts more than money, Jesus talked about it repeatedly. And he basically said, money is more than just the financial matter. It's a matter of the heart. And how many of you know that's important to God? Because this is where God looks. This is where God fixates on our hearts. Now, we look on the outward appearance, but the scripture tells us that God goes right to the source. And God looks upon the heart. And Jesus confirmed all of this In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24, when during the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, no one, how many? No one 
No man, no woman can serve two masters. Jesus said it doesn't matter how sharp and brilliant you are or whether or not you can multitask and, and do a bunch of different things. Jesus plainly said no one can serve two masters. You can't serve God and money because sooner or later you're going to be called upon to choose one over the other. You see, when it comes to a biblical teaching on money, this is what we need to understand. This is the bottom line, the crux of, of everything that we're going to be talking about. This is really important. Are you ready? God doesn't want something from us. He wants something for us. I'm going to say that again. And I pray if you don't get anything else out of today's message, you will hear that very clearly. Because it will change the way you think. God doesn't want something from us. He wants something for us. And when Jesus repeatedly taught us about money, it wasn't like he was trying to guilt us into giving something. He was trying to teach us the secret of how to receive from God. Because God truly does want to bless us. We are his covenant people. He wants to open the windows of heaven and meet all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And they are glorious. God is not affected by the economy. Trust me, he is not losing any of his investments. He hasn't lost a dime. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And he is more than enough all the time. And he desires to bless us. But in order for that to happen, in order for us to be recipients of the very best that God has to offer, then we have to be willing to operate in the spiritual laws and principles that he has designed and ordained for us. We have to follow those laws. We have to understand them and respond accordingly. And way back in the book of Genesis, in the opening chapters of the Bible, Jesus established a lifelong principle. Here's what God said. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. As long as the earth remains. So pretty much as long as we're on the planet, as long as there are people inhabiting the planet, sea time and harvest will never cease. Here's a principle that God gave to us. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will always be in order. In other words, God said, first there's the seed time or the sowing, and then after that, there's harvest or the reaping. This is God's abiding spiritual principle in every area of life, including money. Again, we refer to it as sowing and reaping. And Genesis 8.22 gets the order correct. First you sow, then you reap. First you give, and then you gather. Now, a lot of people tell me after they gather, they'll want to give. But that's not, the, that's not the principle. That's not how it works. You give first, the scripture says, and then it'll come back to you. And really... That's the only way to tap into this divine law that God has given to us. It's the only way that we're going to be 
on the receiving end of the abundance that God has provided for us. We have to be willing to sow a little seed. In other words, give up some of our hard-earned money. And this is where things start to get a little tricky. And the conflict intensifies because when it comes to money, we have a tendency to say, but it's mine. It's mine. I worked for it. I earned it. My name's on the bank account. And nobody's going to tell me how to spend it. And friends, over the years, and I've been doing this a long time, I've been talking about money here at Community Christian for 30 years, haven't held back, not going to start now. And what I've learned is many, many Christians, not, not unbelievers, not the unsaved, but many believers, they have the mindset, well, my heart belongs to God, but my money belongs to me. And I hate to break it to you, but that is a two It's a system of two. And, and Jesus said, it's not going to work. That's a two-master approach. That's a two-master system. And Jesus said, it's not going to work for anyone. You may get to the top with that attitude in today's world, but not in the kingdom of God. Believe it or not, with God's kingdom, the key to financial success is generosity. Again, Jesus said you can't serve God and money at the same time. You've got to pick one of the two. And he goes on to say that the key, the secret to financial blessing is generosity. In the kingdom of God, that's the gem. That's the blessing that God has prepared for us. That's what he has chosen to pour out upon us people more than anything else is when we're willing to establish this attitude of generosity in our hearts. And here's the best part. The Bible says that God is the one who will help us with this and he will give us the seed to sow so that we can be generous on every occasion. That's what the scripture says. You don't have to worry about gathering the seed all by yourself because God's the one who's going to provide the seed for you to sow. It's almost like he, he splits the blessing in half. And he says, okay, this is yours. You keep this, you have at it, you spend it, you deserve it. But then he gives us this little bag of seed and he says, what I want you to do is I want you to give the, some of this away. He says, I want you to sow the seed. Don't eat it. Don't spend it. Don't save it. Don't even invest it. Not the seed. Give that away. And when you do that in accordance with the word of God, when you sow it, you will receive an amazing harvest. And that's what God says. When you can learn this principle, the one that I share with you from way back in the book of Genesis, with seed time and harvest, when you can learn that principle, what will happen? You sow a little bit of the blessing that God gives to you, the blessing that he provides for you in the first place, and it will come back to you. Okay. Did you follow that? Yes. All right. 
Most of you did. All right, just before we receive our Give Back Sunday offering, what I want to do is I want to highlight, as Pastor Dave said, I want to highlight some of our missionary efforts that we've been involved in uh, for the past 11 months. And I'm not going to include all of them. You can go on our website and you can click onto our mission page and you can get all of the details. And as I go through this presentation, I want you to understand that everything that we've been able to do as a church, everything that you hear that I'm going to be talking about that we've been able to accomplish, not only here in our own community, but in different parts of the world, is because of you. It's because of your generosity. So remember the, the series theme? We're in it together. So everything that I'm going to talk to you about, if you're a giving member of our church, we share and celebrate these wins together. This is because we've all decided to get involved. So let's start with the Community Christian Church Pantry. And I know we talk a lot about the pantry. Uh, but you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with a Community Christian Church member, somebody who's been around this place for a long time, they didn't even know we had a pantry. And so I think, you know, we sound like a broken record. We're always talking about our pantry, the, the building in the, the back of our parking lot, but apparently we don't mention it enough. So I'm going to tell you one more time. Please bear with me. Our food pantry is a weekly ministry, and with the exception of just a couple of, of weeks out of the year, it's open all year round. And currently, we're servicing about 300 families every week. 200 families from in and around the Sterling Heights community. And then we also service Epic Church in Shelby Township. Uh, members of their church come, and we provide them with food for 50 more families. And then Pastor Wade from Everlasting Word Ministries in St. Clair Shores, he comes and picks up another uh, amount of food for 50 more families. So you do all the math there, and it's about 300 families every single week. And if you never had to beg for food or worry about where your next meal is coming from, then maybe you can't fully appreciate or comprehend just how important our food pantry is. For many, many people, it is a lifeline. It's the only way that they're going to have food on their table. And again, every week, rain or shine, Pastor Dan and about 15 very faithful volunteers, they make that ministry happen. And people are fed, people are prayed for, we treat them like royalty, and some of them even get saved to God be the glory. It's a wonderful ministry that we have taking place every Wednesday. Okay, in addition to our food pantry, we also have other local uh, outreach ministries here in our own community. These are ministries that we support on a regular basis. There's the Abigail Home, a shelter for unwed mothers. We've mentioned this to you before. The home is located right here in Sterling Heights, just a couple miles away on 18 Mile. And in light of everything that's happening in our nation, and particularly in our state, Community Christian Church has chosen to increase our support of young mothers struggling with pregnancy. Yeah. Using and appropriating wisdom, we have 
and will continue to compassionately reach out to people who are hurting, even when some of those hurts are self-induced. And just a month or two ago, because of an urgent need, the Abigail House contacted us for support, and once again, we said yes. And we sent them a check for $10,000. And we told them, as a ministry to single parents, you can count on Community Christian Church for love and support. Great Centers of Hope in Pontiac. They have been reaching out to the hungry and the homeless for years and years. And I absolutely admire their director, Pastor Kent Clark. Sometimes I confuse his name because he is the real Superman. And going to bat for the residents the homeless residents, he asked for money just about every single day. You hear him on the radio, you hear him when he's talking. He's always asking for money. Now, I talk about money two or three times a year. Pastor Kent, he's always talking about money. He's always attempting to receive some blessing for the people that he works with. I admire him so much. And once again this year, members of their staff contacted us and said, we need your help. And we said yes. And we are providing this year, this Thanksgiving season, 2,500 meals for Grace Centers of Hope. 2,500. In addition to that, we've contributed to a food plan where 200 families living in the Pontiac area can swing by Grace Centers of Hope the week of Thanksgiving and pick up all of the groceries and all of the food they need to cook a hot home-cooked meal, turkey meal at their house, all for free this Thanksgiving. Then late summertime frame, we also heard from McCrest, which is a homeless shelter in the Macomb area. We sent them a check for $2,000. We did the same for uh, Dutton Farms, which is a ministry to disabled adults uh, right in the Rochester area. And both of these ministries have been around for a long time. They're so much more than just a handout. They care for, they minister to, they love and they bless the people that most everyone forgets about. And then, of course, we regularly support Embrace the Truth. Uh, we do that on a monthly basis. Embrace the Truth ministers are our very own Abdu and Nicole Murray, and they have a wonderful international ministry. So let's give them a round of applause. They're always hard at work. All right, let's talk a little bit about our overseas or our foreign mission partners. And again, you can pick up the details on our website. Not going to mention them all. Currently, we are making a huge difference in Haiti. Every month, we provide support for Christy Schutz Kingdom Kids Orphanage. And then her second project, she just recently completed, the Hope, uh, House of Hope Community Center. Both of these ministries are located in Port-au-Prince. And then just about 90 miles outside of the Port-au-Prince area, there's the Bocasel Valley, where we have our Rima uh, Hospital Pharmacy. It's the pharmacy that we uh, built years and years ago. 
And at that pharmacy, we provide free prenatal care for all pregnant women. They can come through the hospital and get all the, the, the help that they need. And we also provide uh, free life-saving medications and vaccinations for all children living in the Bocazelle Valley. So that's a really big um, ministry that we have because those are uh, medications that actually save lives. We don't understand it here. We get a cold, we go, you know, we get some medicine and we're on our way, we're fine. But, you know, they die if they don't get those medications. So it's big. It's something we've been doing for many, many years now. We're also in South Africa giving $1,000 a month to the amazing Key of Hope ministry where they reach out to thousands of children every single week. We're in Uganda. We're in Thailand. We're in Romania. We're doing our best to meet the needs that those countries have as well from those missionaries. And you don't hear much about it these days, but I mean, you know, the war in Ukraine is still going on. And it's just a few miles north of Romania. And our partner in Romania, they've been doing a lot of work to help the refugees coming from Ukraine. In fact, if you remember, back in February of this year, we were among the first to get involved in helping those refugees. Then, as you know, Community Christian Church has taken a keen interest in Cambodia. And we're there helping to fight the war on modern-day slavery and human sex trafficking. During the pandemic, Cambodia suffered widespread joblessness and economic decline, which led to increased human sex trafficking numbers, which was already at an all-time high. And last year, I hope you can get this number, last year, an estimated 16 million young people were trapped in slavery and human sex trafficking. 16 million. And a year ago today on Give Back Sunday 2021, because of uh, these reports, because of what's taking place there, I told you that Community Christian Church was going to start punching holes in Cambodia like they were going out of style. And that's what we've been doing for this entire year. We have drilled eight different water wells in the poorest villages in Cambodia. Because fresh water, just fresh water, it not only prevents disease, but it also saves lives. And without a fresh water well, women and children on a daily basis have to go somewhere to get that water. If it's, not, if it's not near their village, they have to walk to get it. Just enough water for that day. So they're making this water run on a regular basis. Sometimes I'm told six to ten miles just for some fresh water for the day. And on that water run, a lot of bad things happen. And women are sexually molested. Children are taken never to be heard from or seen again. Friends, that is tragic. And so all this year we've been drilling water wells. We uh, have seven finished. The eighth one is going to be completed soon. We've put about twenty-five dollars or $30,000 into those wells. And Sean Terry 
from our staff here, he's created a little video for you to watch that'll kind of convey to you what I'm talking about. Let's, let's watch this video. We are so used to having water right at our fingertips. You simply ask for it, or you turn on a tap and it's there. It's hard for us to truly imagine what it would be like to not have access to water. But for over 600 million people in the developing world, reality is different. Millions of people spend up to six hours every single day just to collect water. Can you imagine what that would be like? If you had to choose between having a job and having the water you need to survive, what if it was your sister or your daughter who didn't have time to get an education because she had to spend hours a day securing and scavenging for this basic human need instead? What if your child contracted a stomach virus, but instead of missing a day of school, they were at risk of losing their life? No human being made in the image of God should be burdened with these things and be at risk because they do not have water. So that is why CCC has partnered with Mission 25 to build eight separate water wells in some of the most impoverished and desperate communities in the nation of Cambodia. Access to clean water is one of the keys to breaking the cycle of poverty for current and future generations. With this vital need met, Cambodians have greater opportunities for success. Water improves personal health and hygiene, which helps prevent disease. Water frees up resources for employment and education, leading to higher wages and economic growth. Water provides safety and prevention from the labor trafficking, sex trafficking, exploitation, and abuse that runs rampant through Cambodia. As of this year, we have placed new and modern water wells in the following communities. The implementation of these wells will result in increased health and sanitation, economic growth, education and reform, and security for the most vulnerable. Because of our partnership with Mission 25, our church is transforming the lives of hundreds and thousands of Cambodians, both practically and spiritually. Thank you for your continued support, generosity, and love for the least of these in the nation of Cambodia. You know, I can hardly get through that video without being moved emotionally because what we're doing in Cambodia is huge. Just if we were doing that. I hope that I can do an accurate job to communicate to you just how important it is for people to have fresh drinking water. And again, 
your generosity has allowed us to all share and celebrate in this victory. This is huge. It's making a big difference. Okay, then again, last year on Give Back Sunday, I also told you, feeling impressed in light of the Lord, that we were to go after the next generation and we were to go after them with passion. Now, a few years back, we renovated the children's wing. We spent some time and we redid uh, all of the rooms on, on our children's side of ministry. Now we're going after the phase one building. The phase one building was our original building and way back in 1998, as a part of our church vision, even before we met as a church, uh, we decided that we were going to turn phase one into Reduce Center if we ever got a second building. That was in 1998. So here we are 24 years later, and it's becoming a reality. We've already put the gym floor in. Special thanks to Pete Ignello and to his group, his, his business. They helped us put that gym floor in. Now we have to relocate a bathroom and knock down a few walls. And we're going to start that project in January of next year. And we have a video to show you for that, regarding that as well. At CCC, we've always placed a great emphasis on the younger generations in our church family. Partnering with parents to present God and His Word to even the youngest of our members is a sacred duty we take seriously and carefully. Over the last few years, we've poured significant and intentional effort into the ministry of our kids and teens of our church. In 2018, we completely renovated our children's ministry wing. We tackled the project after a unified church-wide capital campaign to raise $200,000 and completed the design and build-out in November of that year. The project was a huge success, bringing a much-needed revitalization to the look and function of our children's classrooms. Our children's space provides a safe, secure, and fun place for our kids to meet Jesus and learn about the Bible. Together with an outstanding teaching and leadership team, our Inside Out Children's Ministry has seen incredible growth and momentum in every area. You may recall that last year, Pastor Tony cast the vision for increased investment for growth and outreach for our teens and young adults. The rollout of that vision has taken shape in two significant ways. The first major project was converting our youth sanctuary into a gymnasium in December of last year, fully equipped for all indoor activities. We've been using our new gym since March of this year, thanks to Pete Agnello and his flooring company. Teenagers and young adults are finding our new gym a fun place to gather and grow in community with other believers. During that time, our youth ministry has seen incredible growth with attendance doubling since the fall of 2021. With that growth, we are seeing unbelievable moves of God through both our youth and young adult services. Weekly, we see salvations, breakthroughs, and life transformations. Following the Lord's leading, our next initiative is to create a brand new meeting space for the growing youth and young adult ministries. This construction project focuses on modifying the front area of our original church building, lovingly called Phase 1. What used to be two smaller classrooms and a hallway will become a fully outfitted, beautiful new auditorium. This room will provide a much-needed gathering space that is expertly equipped for the needs of these ministries. Our youth room build-out project is slated to begin January of 2023 with plans to be completed before Easter. 
we have growing anticipation for what these new developments will do for our church's youth and young adults. All of this is to see the Great Commission expanded over the next generation and empower them to be a part of God's next great move on the earth. Being a youth pastor myself for many years, since day one, we have always made our younger generations a top priority here. And I'm so excited about our leadership in all of those departments, children, uh, our student and young adults. Uh, I'm excited about uh, where we're going, what God is doing through these ministries, and I believe this project will greatly enhance our ability to minister to many more. I'm not exaggerating when I say Community Christian Church is changing the world. God has given us the ability and the platform to do that. God has provided the finances for us to be able to reach out. We, we, we didn't do this 25 years ago or 30 years ago. We, we didn't have the resources to do it. And when I say Community Christian Church is changing the world, I'm not talking about a building, brick and mortar. I'm talking about a group of people people that God has assembled together, people like you with sincere hearts. You are the ones that are feeding the hungry. You're the ones giving to the poor. You're the ones fighting slavery and trafficking. And you're you're the ones that are doing the work that God commissioned us to do, that Jesus made a part of his ministry, which is to preach the gospel message, not only in word, but also in deed. And so we have this great opportunity And so today what we're going to do is we're going to receive an offering. And again, I mention this to you just about every time we do this. All of the money that's raised, all the money that's designated, Give Back Sunday or mission money, will go towards missions. We don't have any administrative costs. We don't put any into, like, the heating bill. Everything that we raise is going to go to help people who are in need. So you'll find in the seat holder in front of you a Give Back Sunday envelope. I'm going to ask you to please uh, get a hold of one of those envelopes. You could prepare your donation at this time if, if you're ready to give. I'm going to ask you to make out your check and put it into the envelope. In just a few seconds, we're going to come forward. Everybody's going to get out of their seats, and you're going to put your envelope in one of these baskets on the stage corresponding with your section. So the people in this section are going to use that basket. People in this section use that basket. If you're here today and you don't have a gift, you're not prepared to give, then I'm, I'm going to ask you to take an envelope anyway and either put down that you're standing with us in prayer or maybe put down a pledged amount. If you've already given to our missions in the last couple of weeks or you, you've already uh, submitted some kind of a gift, I'm going to ask you to put that on the envelope that you've already given. I want you to get out of your seat as well. I don't want anybody feeling left out. So as a show of unity, of our togetherness, because we're all in it together, during this special song, I'm going to ask you to get out of your seat and just put your envelope in the basket. And for those of you who are online and you'd like to participate, you'll see that in the chat we have a couple of give buttons. You can go ahead and click on one of those buttons and follow the prompts. Those of you from the old school uh, that like to write out checks and mail them in, we'll take those checks as well. 
You can drop them off here at the church. You can mail them in from now until the end of the year. We are receiving Give Back Sunday and mission offering from now until the end of the year. Father, we're so thankful for giving us the privilege of doing the work that you've called us to do. Lord, it's so great to be able to gather together in church on a Sunday morning or view for online and, and worship together and know that we belong to a community of believers. Fathers, it's a blessing. It's so encouraging to us to be a part of a church that honors our God. But in addition to this great benefit, Lord, you've also called us to preach the gospel message in word and in deed. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to not only share the gospel, but also to touch the lives of people who are in need. And we're asking, Lord God, as we learn your principle that when we sow, we reap, that you would bless in a powerful way this congregation. Lord, open the windows of heaven. This is not a hard sell. We've invited everybody to get involved. I pray, Lord, we could be generous in our giving. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. As the team starts the song, you can just come out of your seats. <laughs>